Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dermot and Dave on Today FM. <laughs> Now you'll know our next guest from I'm a Celeb, Get Me Out of Here, X on the Beach, every possible comedy panel show in the UK and Ireland, including the panel back in the day. Uh, He's coming home in the new year with his brand new show. But the big question for Andrew Maxwell is, are you all set for the Christmas, Andrew? Oh, I'm so excited for the (laughs) Christmas season. And I'll tell you for why, because we're coming home. The the whole, uh, I've managed to get all the Maxwells onto the same plane at the same time. And we're all going to be coming home and we're going to spend Christmas with me, ma. Ah, uh, that's nice. And will the mammy be providing no. the dinner for you or will you be the other way around? Don't know. I don't really know. <laughs> it might just be bags of chips all around. Like, you know? I mean, if I could get to logistically uh, all six of us onto a plane, then back off a plane and then to the Airbnb, I'm like, yes. I have successfully won Christmas. <laughs> um, do you not spend Christmas at home generally? Do you have you been doing UK Christmases? Do you? Yeah, sometimes it's it's all over the place. Sometimes New Year's over there. Sometimes Christmas, but it's usually it's a, a different arrangement of different people. You know, it's just hard to get everybody in one place. So that's what we're looking forward to. Yeah, nice one. And of course, we can all travel now. We can all hug each other and all those things that we take for granted already. But we couldn't do those for a long time. Absolutely. Everything. Hugging, shaking hands, dogging, you name it. (laughs) (laughs) It's all back. You can do it. It's all back. Like the good old days. (laughs) Um, well, things have changed. I was looking at your comments on Roy Keane's new moustache arrangement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it took I mean, a, it took a lot of people by surprise. Boy, did it. Astonishing. The, it, I think it's the combination of the uh, Santa Ponza tan, the, uh, <laughs> the on-the-run on the 1980s hitman moustache, with the yoga soul patch was a you know it threw a lot of people but I thought he was I'll be honest with you I thought he was one of the absolute highlights of the World Cup for me you were watching a lot of it weren't you I mean you were you were definitely I watched yeah yeah I watched every single game and did you think it was a good World Cup compared to other ones did you find it a little bit weird or did you actually settle into the fact that there was that much football before Christmas no, it's the wrong time of year. Totally, hundred um, percent. The actual, the quality of footballing was excellent. There was an awful lot of upsets in the group stages. There was a lot of late minute, uh, last minute goals. You know, I thought it was on, on the footballing terms, it was great World Cup. Obviously, it was all shady as all hell. But you know, the World Cup's been in all sorts of shady places previously. Yeah, completely. And you just got the sense that uh, the Qataris and FIFA were just giddy um, with the fact that the football had taken over and the stories of Messi and the Moroccos and all those great stories produced by incredible athletes just sort of gently covered over all the the um, the nasty stuff. Well, it's an astonishing thing, isn't it? I mean, a quarter of a trillion US to stage a World Cup to sort of change you. Sports washing is the term, isn't it? To sort of change people's reputations about you. But instead, most people on earth had never even heard of Qatar. And now they have. And now they know who they are. Yeah. Uh, were you rooting is that a good thing? <laughs> were you rooting for Messi or Argentina or France in the final? Oh, definitely Messi. I mean, if you love football, he is, he is the greatest. 
And also, you know, as a, you know, it's nice to see another little man out there in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? When he's out there on the pitch, I'm like, yeah, dude, do it for us fellas in the, you know, five foot seven dudes. <laughs> uh, your show Krakatoa is coming uh, to uh, theatres and sh- uh, around Ireland. You're going to be in the Roisin Dove in Galway on Thursday, the 27th of April. Then you're on to the Everyman in Cork, Liberty Hall, Dublin, Limelight in Belfast. And uh, the, right. of course, the show sold out in Edinburgh during the summer at the Fringe. Uh, Krakatoa, I know we spoke a little bit about this the last time uh, before yeah. you were down in Galway, but just remind everybody mm-hmm. about Krakatoa, the idea behind the show. Yeah, right. So Krakatoa was a really famous volcano in the late Victorian period with start social media or the mass media as it was then. And it was the first, it exploded. It's in Indonesia. It's a giant volcanic island that erupted could be heard around the entire planet when it exploded and became the first global news event. So much so that the name Krakatoa became an exclamation at the time. People used to say Krakatoa, you know, instead of swearing. <laughs> and I thought, I want to bring that back. So the show is a, a regular come, you know, stand-up show, but I dress like Magnum P.I., and I've got an interactive volcano on stage. And at any point during the show, if anybody shouts Krakatoa, the volcano explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way that you could ever get a joke out between shouts of Krakatoa? Honestly, it, it just creates mayhem. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just stood there inside a smoke cloud because the smoke machine goes off when the volcano goes off. <laughs> and I'm just stood in, you know, in a tiny pair of Daisy Duke cut off denim shorts. In, inside a smoke cloud while people are laughing at me for making such a terrible error of judgment. <laughs> yeah, when you have that idea, like, to create an onstage volcano, who do you go to? Who's the, who's the volcano man? <laughs> well, the volcano is, is obviously, it's a, it's a projection. I'm not, I'm not dancing around a giant paper mache volcano. Oh, I'm so disappointed. I, I, in my head, it was somewhere kind of ch- child school project. It was in that area. Oh, no, no. Look, look if, if somebody wants to make me one, then it will go onto the stage. So that is the challenge, Ireland. If you're willing to make a sort of a chest high paper mache volcano that explodes spontaneously. Yeah. I will put it on the stage. And then you get two free t- You should have to hitchhike your way around Ireland to the gigs with the volcano. See if you can get a lift. <laughs> paper mache volcano in a rainy Irish springtime. Are you sure? <laughs> uh, one thing <laughs> I... arrive with like half... <laughs> One thing I'm always excited about is that Altitude Comedy Festival in Austria that uh, you've been running and taking part in for uh, yes. for years now, and it's just such a brilliant mix, yeah. like skiing and laughs. It's perfect. That's it. Yeah, it's it's just it's in Meyerhof in Austria, and uh, it's just a week. It's a week long comedy festival. People ski or snowboard. A lot of people don't even go up the mountains, particularly Irish people that come. Most of them just sit out on a lovely terrace enjoying the sunshine and getting involved for the afternoon and then toddle off to the comedy. But yeah, this year, uh, Dylan Moran's our our headliner. Over the years, we've had, you know, everybody, you know, Tommy's come out and done it, you know, Mm. Frankie Boyle, you know, 
you name it. Everybody's, you know, over the years we've had all sorts of headliners. So it's it's super exciting. I can't wait. I like the way you've renamed day drinking as getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did sound like it was either day drinking or it was charity work. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Altitude Festival takes place 3rd to the 7th of April. But uh, see Andrew on the road with his show Krakatoa in the new year, kicking off on the 27th of April. Where do people go for tickets, Andrew? Oh, they simply have to go to Andrew Maxwell on tour.com. Andrew? That's Andrew Maxwell on tour.com. <laughs> nice one, Andrew. <laughs> and finally, is there anything on Christmas? Anything under the tree that you'll be hoping for this year? Well, uh, we're staying just around the corner from my brother in Bayside, the whole family. So I'm in walking distance of the Bayside Inn, which has a fabulous scoop in it. <laughs> so that's what I want for Christmas. I want a delicious <laughs> pint of Guinness from the Bayside Inn. I'm sure we can arrange that. It's a fairly difficult to wrap, but I'm sure you'll get it anyway. Uh, Andrew <laughs> Maxwell, thanks for chatting to us today. Happy Christmas. We'll see you in 2023. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, brother. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.